You're listening to the Steve Pinto Podcast, a podcast bringing you knowledge from God's Word, hoping to help you navigate through the changes in the world and the culture we live in today. Look out for Steve's new book, The Silent Exodus, now available on all platforms. You can purchase digital copies in the Apple Bookstore and Amazon.com. Well, good morning. Today, I want to speak to you about hearts and hands. I want to speak to you about how God cares more about the servant than the service and how God is more interested in developing messengers than messages. What I mean is that there's both a spiritual and technical preparation for ministry, how we prepare ourselves for service and how we present ourselves in service are equally important to God. So I want to speak to you about hearts and hands. So recently, the Lord brought me to a fascinating verse that is speaking to me personally. It's a reminder to us at Father Church, and I hope is a reminder for you as well. So it is in Psalm chapter 78, where we have a song about the history of Israel and the journey of the people of Israel in the desert. And we read about how they rebelled again and again in the desert. But God often responded in kindness and giving them opportunity after opportunity. It eventually, the psalm goes to describe how God chose different leaders for the people of Israel. And when you get down to verses 70 to 72, it begins to talk about David, the second king of Israel. And it describes him like this. It says, he chose David his servant and took him from the sheep pens. From tending the sheep, he brought him to be the shepherd of his people, Jacob of Israel, his inheritance. And then notice here, verse 72, and David shepherded them with integrity of heart and with skillful hands, he led them. Did you catch that? He had both the heart and he had the hands. He shepherded them with integrity of heart and then with skillful hands, he led them. It's talking about the preparation of a servant of God. He must have both. He must have a heart of integrity and he must have skillful hands. We, that is to say, we must be developed both spiritually and technically. That is to say, we must be developed both privately and publicly. Both are important. It's not one or the other. It's not either or, but it's both and. Striving towards a heart of integrity and striving towards skillful hands. It's both the heart and the hands. Some people, they have a good heart, but when it comes to the technical aspects, they don't know how to do it. And then there's some people who are very talented, very gifted, but they don't have the right heart. David had both. And so if you are to shepherd people, as David, uh, uh, as it says about David here, he, you need a heart of integrity. And if you're going to lead people, you, you need the skillful hands, the technical aspects. It's both the spiritual, the private, the internal, but also the external, the public, um, skillful hands, the technical aspects. Now, 
Let me quickly just speak about those two aspects and how we can better cultivate them. Let's talk about the integrity of the heart. How do we cultivate a heart of integrity? Well, first, let me tell you, a heart of integrity doesn't mean that you have a perfect heart, but it means that you are striving to have a healthy heart that is pleasing God. Think of it like this. The word integrity comes from the root word or a familiar word, the word integer that we get from uh, math. And an integer is a whole number. So when we're talking about a heart of integrity, we're saying that it's a heart that is striving towards completeness, that what you say here matches what it's in here. And so you're seeking for wholeness, for honesty. Uh, um, You're seeking to have a healthy heart, a true heart. It doesn't mean that we're going to be perfect, but we're striving to make our profession match what we believe in our hearts or what we have in our hearts. Now, one way that we can cultivate our hearts is by not listening to our hearts. Okay, let me say that again. One one way that we can cultivate a heart of integrity is not by listening to our hearts. Because we know uh, from reading scripture that our hearts are not to be followed. Do not follow your heart. Jesus taught us in Matthew 15, 19, for out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, and slander. Imagine if we followed our hearts. My goodness, Jesus said that it was from our hearts that those things come. Evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, immorality, theft, false testimony, and slander. So one way that we cultivate integrity is not by following our hearts, but following Jesus. See, ultimately what's in our hearts comes out in our emotions. And I've often said that our emotions are like a spoiled brat. See, our our emotions want to get their way, you know, but we have to lead our emotions. That is to say, we have to lead our hearts to where they need to be. So we don't follow our hearts. We lead our hearts to, uh, to Jesus. Look, the Apostle Paul put it like this when he was training the young Timothy. In 2 Timothy chapter 2.22, he said, like, he said like this, or he wrote like this. Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. That's 2 Timothy 2.22. And so you see here the idea of a pure heart. Those who want to have a pure heart need to be pursuing righteousness, faith, love, peace, along with those who call on the Lord. Um, And you also need to flee the evil desires. And so you see, we guide our hearts to righteousness and we flee, our hearts flee the evil desires of youth. And And in the process, our hearts become pure. And so... David had a heart of integrity and he cultivated that heart of integrity, not by following his heart, but by leading his heart, by pointing his heart to righteousness. 
Now, it also says that David had skillful hands. Again, it's not one or the other, it's both and. And so it says that he had skillful hands. He not only had the character, but he also had the competence. And can I just be honest with you, man, we need a lot of more people like this in church, in church leadership. There's a lot of good people in church. You know, they have good character. They have a good heart. They have a heart of integrity, but they lack the competence. And so what we mean by this is that we need to develop the technical aspects of our gifts and our talents and our abilities. Yes, you can shepherd people with a heart of integrity, but to lead them, you need those technical aspects. Remember, it's both the character and the competence. It's both the heart and the hands. Look, an an integrity of heart pursuit means that you have an excellent pursuit because you're pursuing Christ. So integrity of heart is an excellent pursuit, but skillful hands is the pursuit of excellence. That means you have to get better at whatever gift, talent, or ability God has given you. You cannot allow your gift, talent, or ability to lie dormant. You have to develop it. You have to get better at it. You have to practice. Everything rises or falls based on that preparation. Everything rises or rises or falls based on that preparation of your skill, of your competence. And so integrity of heart is an excellent pursuit, but skillful hands is a pursuit of excellence of those God-given talents and abilities. Look, if God made you a pastor and you speak in front of people, you have to strive to be the best public speaker ever. You know, if God gave you the gift of the talent of playing a guitar, you have to strive to become the best guitar player ever. You can't just allow your passion or your gifting to make up for your lack of preparation. No, because that tells us something about your heart. It tells us that you are not willing to give God the best. Look, an integrity of heart is what you allow God to do in terms of what he does spiritually. And he takes root in our hearts. It's those invisible resources. But skillful hands is the fruit above is bearing fruit above, is the, is the visible results of what God is doing in our lives. Look, integrity of heart is only what God can see. Remember when David was chosen, Prophet Samuel was reminded by God that man does not look at the things that God looks at. God looks at the heart. And so the heart has a lot to do with what God can see. And people can't really see that. People can't really see our, our motivations or, or our striving towards holiness um, in here, our intentions. God can see that. And we can't hide those things from God, but God can see them. But many times man cannot see that. But what they can see is our hands, our skillful hands, our competence. And our competence has a lot to say about our hearts. So integrity speaks of the invisible resources. The skillful hands speak of the visible resources. The integrity of heart speaks of what God can see. But the skillful hands speaks of what others can see. And you need both. David had both. It's not one or the other, but it's both and The integrity of heart is the shaping of our hearts. It is what God does. But skillful hands is the shaping of our hands. And it is something that we do. 
And so can I encourage you, as you go this week, we have to move from good intentions to great intentionality. From good intentions to great intentionality. There is a huge difference there. A good intentions is, is saying, man, I wish I could finish college. Oh, I wish I was uh, better at handling my finances. Oh, I wish I was a better uh, worker. I had a better position. Oh, I wish I had a better church. I wish I had a better ministry. Those are just intentions. And intentions, unless you have you add great intentionality, that's all it is. Intentionality means that you put you put um, boots to your belief, and you put feet to your faith. You do something about it. So you can strive towards a heart of integrity. That's all cool and good. But then what are you doing about it? What are you doing to learn about your skill, your talent, or to become better at what you do? And God is waiting for you to do that. Remember, the integrity of the heart is what we allow God to do. But the skillful hands is what we do to serve the Lord and to serve others. Look, an integrity of heart is needed for shepherding people, for pastoring, for nurturing. Because if you don't have a healthy heart and then you're trying to minister to people, you're going to hurt people. You're going to try to take advantage of people. You're going to abuse people. And we see that so much. Just people with an evil heart who try to minister to people, but they're just there to manipulate them, you know, to uh, because a hurt heart is going to hurt others. You understand? But if we have a healthy heart, then we'll be able to shepherd people, nurture people, pastor people. That's why the the passage says that David shepherded them with a heart of integrity. But then the skillful hands, the skillful hands are needed for leading, for organizing, for administrating, for showing up on time, for replying to text messages, for sending the emails, you know, uh, for being punctual. You know, all these things don't sound very spiritual, right? But they're needed for leadership, right? So that's why it says he shepherded them with a heart of integrity. But then it says he led them with skillful hands. You understand? And so may I encourage you, let's allow God to develop us for ministry, but also let's develop ourselves for ministry, both in the spiritual sense and in the technical sense. Remember, most things, they live or die based on that preparation. And remember, passion never makes up for lack of preparation. Gifting never makes up for lack of preparation. We must develop both spiritually and technically. We must both have the character and the competence. Remember, God cares more about the servant than the service. And so I leave you with that. Hearts and hands that honor God. Thanks for listening. Tune in to next week's podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. Look out for Steve's new book, The Silent Exodus, now available on all platforms. You can purchase digital copies in the Apple Bookstore and Amazon.com.